With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live.
Amen, amen, amen. We greet you on this evening in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and welcome you to another edition of the True Praise and Worship Celebration. I am your host and the visionary prophet B.K. Thompson, and we're grateful to God for each of you that have joined us on tonight. We honor every fivefold ministry gift that is represented on the line. Amen. And we thank and praise God for you joining us on tonight. Um, before we get started and move further into the call, we are going to open the call with prayer. I'm going to do something a little different on tonight, and I'm going to ask our very own sister, Leslie Fox, if she will open us with a word of prayer. Amen. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just want to thank you on today, Lord God. Thank you for allowing us to come together one more night, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for the word that's going to come forth on tonight, Lord God, that we be not only hearers of the word but doers also, Lord God. I want to thank you, Lord God, for every person that's on this line tonight, Lord God, and that whatever word that comes forth, Lord God, that is be due for our, for our belly, Lord God, Lord God, that, it is, it, that you just continue, Lord God, to to steer us in a direction, Lord God, continue to lead us and guide us, Lord God, in the precious mighty name of Jesus. Lord God, I just want to thank you, Lord God, and glorify you, and I honor you on tonight, Lord God, just because you are God and God alone. Lord God, we ask, Lord God, that you be on the midst of this call tonight, Lord God. Lord God, we bind up anything that try to come against this call on tonight, Lord God, that you toss it back into the pits of hell where it belongs, in the precious mighty name of Jesus. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be accepted in your sight. O oh Lord, my strength, my rock, and my redeemer. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. <laughs> amen, amen, and amen. We thank God for our sister Leslie opening us up in prayer. Um, at this time, we are going to... Um, move forward, we're going to have our opening scripture by our um, Brother Cameron Freeman. Amen. Amen. Cameron? Amen. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. I'll be coming from Isaiah chapter 59. Uh, I'll start at verse 18, and I will end at verse 20. And I'll be reading from the King James Version. And it says, according to their deeds, accordingly he will repay fury to his adversaries. Recompense to his enemies, to the islands he will repay recompense. So shall they fear the name of the Lord from the west and his glory from the rising of the sun. When the enemy shall come in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. And the Redeemer shall come to Zion and unto them that turn from transgression in Jacob, saith the Lord. Amen. For the people of God. Amen. Amen. We thank God for 
our opening prayer for the opening scripture on this evening, coming from our sister Leslie and our brother Cameron. Amen. Um, We thank God for each of you being on the line on tonight. Truly, this is the day that the Lord has made. We have and shall continue to rejoice in it. We honor our speaker of the hour on tonight all the way from New Dimensions Full Gospel Ministries, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, in the person of Pastor Rasanya Herring on tonight. Amen. Um, we count it an honor and a privilege to have her back in our midst to deliver unto us what thus saith the Lord. Amen. Um, at this time, we're going to open the floor briefly. Um, if any of you may have a praise report or a testimony that you can come forth and share with us um, your praise report and our testimony, the word of God said we are overcome by our testimony and by the blood of the Lamb. Amen. So if you have a praise report or a testimony, please come quickly and share with us so that the woman of God will have plenty of time to give unto us what God has given unto her. Who will be the first? I have a uh, testimony on Monday. Uh, They're still at the hospital. uh, The doctors are still trying to find out why my heart rate is so low. And Monday I went into uh, the hospital where they had me on a patio, put me onto the treadmill. When I got in there and they put me on the bed, uh, they started off with the blood pressure. My blood pressure when they started was 159 over 119. And that was very much too high. Uh, that she told me that we might not be able to do it today because we needed to get your blood pressure up uh, while you're on the treadmill. So uh, she walked out, and I began, praise God, to go into prayer. And it was it was, it was was just hard how I said, Daddy, Daddy, I said, Daddy, you already know the desires of my heart. There's nothing wrong with me. I'm going through the motion. It was just me and, and the good Lord had a talk with God. And, and, and to make a long story short, praise God, after praising God and, and, and talking to God, uh, I, I asked God for a confirmation. And uh, she walked back in probably within the next two, three minutes, and she said, we're going to blood pressure. And when she come, you know, when the began to pop back up on my right arm, uh, You there, Pastor Hines? She may have lost her signal. I think she was driving, um, heading home. I do believe she said when she first called in. Praise God, the devil is a lie. Amen. Amen. There she is. The devil is a lie. He forgot I know how to read out the line. Praise God. And well, but, there it is. Hallelujah. He hey, he messed with a warrior here. But praise God. In the process of it, I began to praise God that. When she walked, it was 119 over 79. My God did it just like that. To know who your father is, to know who you are in God. Amen. When you talk to God, you don't wait till you get to the to, to the hospital to talk to God. I've 
you're talking to God and yet talk to God. So um, my testimony is that, that, that God is, as we always know, he's an awesome God. And he did it for me just like that, as he always done it and still will do it. And I thank God for that. That was my testimony. It has made my week. Praise God. Amen. 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 God is awesome. Is there anyone else? I have a, a quick praise report. Um, it was a young lady that I know in my early 20s, and we had lost contact for a while. And when we finally got back in contact with each other, she had told me that she was, um, she said she wasn't doing too good. She was like, uh, Leslie, I'm on drugs. She was like, it's just so much going on. And, you know, it broke my heart when I heard it because I know we grew up together, you might as well say. And I ended up getting an inbox from her today. She messaged me, and she said, thank you for praying for me. She said, I'm no longer on drugs anymore. I don't drink no more. She done gave her life over to Christ. And I'm like, wow, it just shows that prayer is still effective. Prayer still works. And just once you... Pray, you just have to trust and just lean on God and see the manifestation. And I truly thank God for how he truly came in and turned her life around. I just wanted to get that, that quick praise report. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Prayer changes things. Oh, do. Somebody said prayer is the key and faith unlocks the door. Amen. So we bless God on tonight. Is there anyone else? Hallelujah. Is there anyone else on tonight? Hello? Hello? I just have a a real quick one. That's all right, nephew. I was on my way to Charleston, Virginia. I just moved in not too long ago. And the first time driving to U Haul. You want this three quarter mile. Take exit three. On right. Two L A ten ninety south. Spread Can you put your phone on mute if you're using a GPS, please? That's me, I'm trying to. Oh, okay. Go ahead, nephew. All right, so so we were driving up to Charleston from Alexandria. It was my first time driving a U-Haul truck. And we were probably 20, 30 minutes away from the house. And one of the tires on the U-Haul truck blew. So I had to pull over. Thankfully, no one, was on, no one else was on the road besides me, my sister, and the mover that was there. Mm-hmm. And so I just, I just thank God because it could have been a lot worse. You know, thankfully, the tire was still in a condition where we could drive it up to the house, and then I could drop it off. So that's all I got to say. Thank God for Jesus. It could have been another way. Amen. Those you have nothing to play with, y'all. So <laughs> And so we thank God for, for protection. <clears throat> We thank God because those thanking God that it was an inner tire instead of an outer tire because um, those, those, those 
trucks and those tires could have shifted any direction and it, it could have been something fatal. Mm-hmm. But we are grateful to God with with his first time driving the one of the uh largest U Haul trucks they have. That God got them here safely. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Is there anyone else? Hallelujah. Well, amen. If there is no one else, I truly bless God on today for the day and for the blessings of the day. I praise God for all that he has done, all that he is doing. Um, Yesterday morning I had got up and um, I could not walk. I could not put my feet on the floor. Um, probably about, I would say, 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning, I woke up yesterday morning uh, to go to the restroom, and when I put my feet on the floor, um, I could literally barely walk from the bedroom to the bathroom. My feet were in that much pain, and I said, God, what is going on? I had to walk on my heels. Uh, from the room, from from one room to another. And so to keep from waking my wife up, I came down the hall and got on the couch and went to sleep. Yesterday morning, um, I woke up about 7.15 because she was supposed to take her mother to have blood work done. Um, and I looked and I said, well, the house is awfully quiet. And um, I thought she had had already left. Well, I looked over on the love seat, and her purse was still there, and I had yelled for her, and uh, she said she was getting ready to get up to go and take her mother to uh, the hospital for her blood work. I got up and went to the restroom, still walking on my heels. Uh, I came back down the hall, sat on the couch, Got up off the couch and I and uh, I could not walk. I literally had to sit on the floor and drag myself down the hall to the bedroom. And when I got to the bedroom door, Tara looked at me and she said, "What are you doing?" I said, "I can't walk." Well, the enemy had been attacking her in her hip to come to find out that she has bursitis in her hip and she's been she's not having to go through physical therapy. So um we go in I I get in the bedroom after scooting myself in the room and she's trying to help me up off the floor and I said, No, you don't need to be trying to help me up off the floor. You have enough problems with your hip and she just had to have two knots cut out of her back and I said no I can do this because I'm determined. I pulled myself up on the side of the bed and got dressed and whatnot, made it to the hospital to find out that I had cellulitis in my feet. And I could barely walk from one place to the other. Um, my my big brother, Frank, um, Elder Frank Thurston was coming down to Charleston for one reason, and 
got word that I was in the hospital, so he came by to check on me, and then um, our sister Keisha, my my administrator, had called to check on me and whatnot, and so uh, they had gave me a couple of pills, wrapped my foot in an ace bandage, gave me a script, and I was able to come home just to keep my foot elevated. Well, by yesterday evening, I was able to walk on my foot with no issues. Um, We had went down to Huntington to spend some time with um, Keisha and Frank and and the family and whatnot. And um, coming back from Huntington, I got a text from Pastor from uh, Pastor Herring asking me, uh, just letting me know that I was on her mind and she had been praying for me. And I just thank God for those, um, even the foxes calling and checking on me. Just, I thank God for those uh, who pray. I thank God for those who have a connection with God because I was supposed to teach Bible study tonight, which I did. And yesterday the enemy was saying, just call and tell him you can't do it. Just call and tell him you're not able. Just just, just, just call and tell him to find somebody else. But I was determined in my mind and in my spirit that I was not going to take down. I was not going to give up. I was not going to give in because I have learned how to have that spirit of a warrior, that spirit of a fighter. I was too determined to take down, to give up, or to give in. And I'm grateful unto God that that uh, since yesterday evening I've had no pain in my feet. I've been able to walk on my own. I've been able to walk up and down the hallway, up and down the street. I'm grateful unto God that in spite of what the enemy meant for evil, God turned around for my good. I'm grateful that he surrounded me with prayer warriors and intercessors that know how to reach heaven on my behalf. I'm grateful to God that, that even though it may not seem like something extravagant and something major, uh, or something humongous to somebody else, it's the little things that I've learned to give God praise for because somebody tonight can't walk. Somebody tonight is confound to a wheelchair. Somebody tonight's confound to a walker. Somebody tonight's confound to some crutches. Somebody tonight uh, doesn't have the activities of their limbs, but I'm grateful unto God for his goodness, for his mercy, for his loving kindness and tender mercy, that that when the enemy, even as Cameron read the scripture, comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard against him. Thank you, I'm grateful unto God, and I bless the name of the Lord because truly he is worthy to be praised. Thank you, Jesus. He's worthy of it all. The song said, because from him are all things, and to him are all things, because he deserves the glory. Thank you, Jesus. He deserves the glory, and so I'm grateful unto God just for his healing power, his miracle-working power. We have so many people that don't believe that God is still a healer. There's so many that don't believe that God is still able to work miracles. 
We have so many that don't believe that God can and will do what he said he can do and will do. And so I just bless God tonight just for the activity of my limbs, for, 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 for being that healer, that doctor in the sick room. Whenever I need him, whatever I need him to be, he is. Because David let us know that he was our shepherd. And we shall not want. So I'm grateful unto God, and I thank God for for the Fresh Fire Corps. I thank God for the prayer warriors, for the intercessors, for those that he surrounded me with. And I wouldn't trade you for the world. I, wouldn't, I would not um, trade you for anything or anybody, and I bless God for each of you on tonight that pray with us, that pray for us, because truly God is an amazing God. I thank God. I really do, and I give him glory. And thank you, Pastor Herring, publicly, because when I got that text out the blue, I said, God, you are something else. Amen. Because Amen. We, hadn't, we hadn't even talked. But to get that text, you've been on my mind. I'm praying. I said, God, I thank you. God is truly an amazing God. And so I bless God on tonight. There is truly none like him. Amen. We're getting ready to receive the word of the Lord. Amen. Um, This woman of God is an awesome woman of God. She's no stranger to us. She has been been here to minister for us several times before. Amen. And I know that... um, there is a word from the Lord. I have no doubt about it. And um, and I believe that those of you who who have never heard her, um, who have never experienced her ministry, if you came expecting and ready to receive what heaven has to say, you won't leave here the same way that you came. Um, she is as real as they come. What you see is what you get. And I'm grateful to God for her, for her ministry, uh, for where God has brought her from, where he's taking her to. Um, I've known her since I was a child, probably around nine years old. And I'm grateful to God for her. She still remains the same. I thank God for her, for her love, for her compassion, for the people of God, for the great woman of God that she is. And, And I know tonight that she has came with a word, amen, for the people of God. So without further ado, I'm going to get out the way that God can have his way, amen, and present uh, her unto you the best way, amen, that only he can. So without further ado, let us receive, amen, my sister, my friend, all the way from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, by way of Beckley, West Virginia, in the person of Pastor Rasonia Herring, God's people, God's people, Pastor Rasonia Herring, God bless you, woman of God. Amen. We give God honor and we give him glory for just being God all by himself. I thank God for the man of God and for his companion on this evening and for this opportunity to be before God's people. Um, I, I don't endeavor to be before you long. There is a a word of encouragement for the people of God. God had dropped this in my spirit earlier today, and um, I just thought that I was uh, working on something for Sunday. 
and then I got the the communication from Prophet uh, Thompson to minister on tonight. So if you will permit me, I want to slow down and and just give you seven points. I want to to encourage the people of God just based on the testimonies that I've heard going forward thus far, and I know that there were some more that did not come forward, but this is for you all. The word that God has given me today is greater is coming. Greater is coming. Second um, Kings chapter 2, 9 and 10 and the King James reads, And it came to pass when they were gone over that Elijah said unto Elisha, Ask what I shall do for thee before I be taken away from thee. And Elisha said, I pray thee that a double portion of thy spirit be upon me. And he said, Thou hast asked a hard thing. Nevertheless, if thou see me when I am taken from thee, it shall be so unto thee. But if not, it shall not be so. Father, we thank you for your word, and we thank you for this preaching moment. In Jesus' name, amen. Greater is coming. Um, The people of God, I know, have been going through some things, uh, financial hardships. We've been going through sickness and tragedies and near-death experiences. And on every hand, every time we turn around, we have found ourselves in some type of situation. And we've been asking God, God, when will this end? When will it be over? But my encouragement to you tonight is to let you know that greater is coming. But my question is, what do you do until it gets here? What do you do while you're waiting for your greater to get here? I need you to to encourage yourself that when you come across your haters or come across the naysayers, that you tell them, don't judge my future based on my past and don't judge my greater based on what I'm going through right now because my greater is coming. Elisha asked Elijah for a double portion. He asked him to double his anointing. He asked him for something greater. The word greater itself means the the extent, amount, or intensity considerably above the normal or average. It means enormous. It means gigantic. It means vast. I want to encourage you, don't confuse better with greater. You may receive something better than what you have, but don't get stuck and think that it is the greater that you were promised. Don't get fooled into settling that just because something is better, that times are better, that your money is better, that your health is better, that it's the greater that God promised you. Greater is something that is considerably above normal, considerably above average. If something supernatural has not happened in your life yet, it is not greater. Greater has not happened to you, and there's some things that you need to be aware of while you're waiting for your greater. Amen? Amen. If you if you study the word of God, uh, in Second Kings, we find that Elisha was on the precipice of his greater. There were some things that he had encountered, some things that he endured on his way to greater. What God has shown us was established 
prior to our appearance on the scene. God told Jeremiah, before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee, and before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee and ordained thee a prophet unto the nations. What God has for us has been placed on pause in the kairos of God, while we sidestep and take detours in the chronos of our lives. God has promised us some things, and they have been established in, in eternity, but we, we have our own way of doing things. We, we, can't, we can't wait on God, or we think we know better than God, and so we take these shortcuts, and we take these detours, and kairos is still waiting for us to be obedient to what God has, has designed for us. Simply design, desiring a thing does not establish it in eternity. Just because I want something doesn't mean it's going to happen. Faith and obedience will cause our greater to come subject and manifest in the natural. You can't get your greater without having faith, and you can't get your greater without being obedient. Elisha did not ask for anything that God had not already established in eternity. The things that God has shown you in your dreams, the things that have come to you in prophecy, God has already established those things in Cairo's time. Those aren't new to him. They're just new to you. Elisha's desire for God had to come in line with the requirements of God. God requires us to do some things in order to walk in the greater that he's established in eternity. We don't stop desiring when we come into Christ. We just start desiring the things of God. You still want things. You still want stuff. You just don't want the things you used to want. You just don't want to do the things you used to do. You want the things of God. That's how David was a man after God's own heart. David had desires for a lot of things, but the one thing that he always desired was the heart of God. And when you desire the things of God, when you desire the heart of God, he will allow your kairos to line up with your chronos, and you can get the greater that he has shown you in your dreams, in your visions. When we hunger and thirst after righteousness, we call the kairos of God to align. We make it come forth. We command some things when we hunger and thirst after the things of God. Stop asking for cars. Stop asking for houses. Stop asking for land. Stop asking for money. And start asking God, what does he want you to have? We limit ourselves by saying, God, I want a million dollars when God has five million set in eternity for us. Ask God, Lord, what do you want me to have? God, what do you want me to walk in? God, what platform would you like me to walk in? We limit God because when we ask God for stuff, he'll give us what we ask for. So we need to learn how to ask God what God wants us to have and stop asking for what our eyes can see. The Bible says, I have not seen nor ear heard, neither has it entered into the heart of men the things that God has for us. Ask God what he would like you to have. Ask God the money he wants you to have, the bank account he wants you to have, the relationship he wants you to have, the ministry he wants you to have. Stop settling for less. Stop settling for better when God has greater. Better does not mean greater. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What do you do until your greater arrives? 1 Kings chapter 19, verse 19. I want you to read it in in your leisure. Verse 19 says that uh, Elijah, he departed thence and found Elisha 
plowing with twelve yoke of oxen, and he passed by him and cast his mantle upon him. Elijah comes across Elisha working and throws his mantle on him. The first thing I want you to know, that someone with the anointing to bless you will recognize you while you are working. Okay. Prophecy doesn't get you recognized. Working gets you recognized. Just because somebody gave you a prophetic word does not mean someone else who has the power to bless you is going to bless you because what someone spoke to you. They're going to bless you because they see you working. They see you walk, walking in ministry. They see you walking in faith. They see you serving the man and the woman of God. And they have the power and they will bless you when you least expect it because you're doing what God called you to do. Come on now. Glory to God. Verse 21 says, and he returned back from him, took a yoke of oxen, slew them, boiled their flesh with the instruments of the oxen, gave them to the people, and they did eat. Then he arose and went after Elijah and ministered unto him. The next three things I want you to know. Number two, you have to release what you have to get what you desire. He had 12 yoke of oxen. He was rich. He had it going on. But to get what he desired from the man of God, he had to let go of the 12 yoke of oxen. Number three, what you release should bless somebody else. Say it. You don't just cast it to the side. Whatever he had in his hand, whatever he had in his possession, he got rid of it. But he got rid of it by blessing everybody else with it. Oh, here. Number four, that last piece of the scripture, you have to have a willingness to serve the one who has the power to anoint you. Jesus. Just because somebody gave you a prophetic word, just because somebody, uh, God gave you a dream and God gave you a vision, just because you can, can, can discern the times does not mean that the one who has the ability to anoint you will anoint you. You have to have a willingness to serve the one who has the power to elevate you. Come on. Second Kings chapter two, verses two, four, and six all say the same thing. And Elijah said unto him, Terry, I pray thee here, for the Lord hath sent me to Jordan, and he said, As the Lord liveth, and as thy soul liveth, I will not leave thee. And they too went on. Number five, you must be willing to be in position even when everything and everyone around you tells you not to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. You can't get the greater unless you are in position to receive it. And you know that you are heading towards your greater when distractions come, when people yes, try to deter you. When people try to convince you that this is not the plan of God for your life, when you know better. When people try to throw roadblocks in your way, potholes and snares and traps, when those things come left, after, and right, every time you touch them, those things are coming, you know that greater is right in front of you. It will behoove you to stay with the man or woman of God that has your blessing, who has the power to anoint you, who has the power to elevate you. Thank you. Verse 9, and it came to pass when they were gone over that Elijah said unto Elijah, Ask what I shall do for thee. And 
before I be taken away from thee. And Elisha said, I pray thee, let a double portion of thy spirit be upon me. Number seven, you have to have the boldness to declare your greater. Amen. Just because you saw it, Amen. just because you heard it, just because someone spoke it. The Bible says that the power is in your mouth. You have to declare some things. By faith, you have to speak it. By faith, you have to call it into existence. By faith, you have to call it into manifestation. By faith, you have to tell God what you're waiting for. By faith, you have to tell God what you're wanting from him. By faith, the Bible says you have not because you ask not. Yes, God knows the very meditations of your heart. Yes, he knows what he has for you. But until you open your mouth, and until you open your mouth, God, don't be so embarrassed to ask for greater. Don't ask God for a little bit. Ask God for everything he showed you. Ask God for what you dreamed about. Ask God for what they prophesied about. Ask God for what he showed you. Ask God for the the things that your mind cannot comprehend. And then after you ask him for that, God, if that's not enough, God, if I'm thinking too small, I need you to enlarge my thinking. I need you to enlarge my territory. I need you to enlarge me that I can walk in the greatness that you have for me. I need to be everything that you said I am. I need to be everything that you told me I could be. I know what my brother said. I know what my sister said. I know what the church before me said. I, I know what they all said, but God, you said you said, before you formed me in the womb, you said that I was going to be a prophet of the nation. You said but the cattle on a thousand hills belong to God. God. And if you give my father, it belongs to you. And I'm being an heir of salvation, it also yes. belongs to me. God, you yes. said, I'm just reminding you, you of Jesus. I'm just reminding you of what you said. I'm just reminding, God, I'm just reminding you because you said that you're not a man that you will lie, that you're not a man that you will change your mind. God, you said. Come on. And so I'm declaring that today. Greater does not come without sacrifice. Greater does not come without dedication. Greater does not come without faith. Greater does not come without obedience. Jesus declared that greater work shall we do. If Jesus can lay hands on the sick, if Jesus can open blinded eyes, if Jesus can just call death to stop and stand in his chest and call life to come forward, and he said, greater works than these shall we do, what's wrong with us? What's wrong with us? He promised the greater. Greater is coming. Greater is coming. What are you going to do while you are waiting for your greater? Are you going to sit on the sidelines saying, well, God promised me, and I'm going to sit here and wait? You're going to be sitting there, and you're going to be waiting. There are some requirements, because to whom much is given, much is required. It's required. Come on now. Mm, My God. My God. It doesn't take God long to say what he's going to say and do what he's going to do. And I can't add to what God has already given me. Greater is coming. In Jesus' name. Glory. Awesome. Awesome. It's all right. My God from Zion. Lord Mm. Jesus. Greater is coming. 
<laughs> my God, as she was ministering, my mind went back to the song, Greater is Coming. Mm-hmm. Jekyll and Carr said, in order for the olive to produce the oil, <laughs> the oil is the 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 olive has to be crushed. The problem with us today is we don't want to be crushed. Say so. My God. We don't want to be pressed. We don't want to go through anything. In order to receive the greater. But if it hadn't been for the pressing, the shaking, the breaking, and the making, where would where would where would we be? Would we have truly made it as far as we've made it? The greater has been promised. But are we really ready for the greater that God has for us? We want the greater, but can we endure? Yeah, God. Lord, have mercy. Pastor Rasanya, you said a mouthful. God is good. We want the greater, but we don't want to go through the process to receive the greater. We want those quick fixes, those those m- microwave preparations. You put it in the microwave, thirty seconds, it's over and done. But in but in the time that we're living in, it it's not going to happen that easy. It's not going to happen that quickly. <clears throat> Those things you used to sing a song, Trouble in My Way, I have to cry sometimes. Hmm. I lay awake at night, but that's all right. Why? Because Jesus will fix it. Yes, he will. He may not fix it right oh, now, yes, but right now. the song oh. said he'll fix it after a while. Yes, Amen. after a while. Yeah, God. After a while. Mm, thank you. But what are we going to do in the meantime? Lord, have mercy. Oh, thank you. <laughs> my, my, my God. Thank you. What a word, what a word, what a word. There it is. My God. Hallelujah. Thank you. What are we going to do in the meantime? In the meantime, Jesus. Thank you. Mm, 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 mm. Lord, have mercy. What is that? Praise God. Mm. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah. On the strength of the word, is there anyone on tonight uh, that would desire prayer for anything while Pastor Rasonia is on the line, while while the Spirit of God is... Hallelujah. Is moving. Is there anyone that would would um, 
have need for prayer for anything. Um. Praise the Lord. Pastor Rosanna, this is Pastor Confident Annie Hines. I want prayer, uh, request and prayer for exactly what you said. What is that God wants for me that is still be done uh, in my walk with God, the church, um, family, and whatever God has for me. That is my prayer, that it be done according to his will. Amen, Pastor Hines. Um, may may I speak openly to you, ma'am? By all means, please, yes, ma'am. Um God has shown me that there are circumstances that have occurred in your life that caused you to forfeit your greater on more than one occasion. In one half mile, take red, unright, to right and west. And forfeit my greater. I, I see... I see there are some strong influences in your life that you've tried to make happy, and no matter what you've done, it was never good enough. As anointed as you are, you never felt good enough for some people in your life. And so you, for lack of a better word, you dumbed down your anointing. Because of some people in your life. And when you did that, God continued to hit the pause button on your grader. You don't, you don't, you're not even, you're not even walking in a fraction of what you're supposed to be walking in, woman of God. Amen. Amen. Continue on my head. Sorry. Amen. So I pray, I pray for the boldness to rise up in you, to truly recognize the greater that is inside of you. I pray that the prophet Ezekiel says, don't, don't even look at their faces. Okay. Don't concern yourself because some people in your life got to go. Amen. Amen. They got to go, and they got to go with a quickness. And when you stand up and when you rise up, they're going to they're, they're flee seven different directions. They're going to flee. I see them running. Because they've had their foot on your neck for so long. But when you turn that thing around, God is going to release some things that you've been praying for. He's going to release some things you've been waiting for. Because your breakthrough is in your mouth. Nobody can do this but you. Amen. Amen. Uh Amen. Amen. 
Father God, we pray right now in the name of Jesus that that fire that's on the inside of her, that it would rise up as an inferno, oh God, and that she would, oh God, ascend right now in the name of Jesus. That boldness, Holy Ghost boldness, oh God, would cover her. And that the fire of God would be in her mouth. And that demons would flee, oh God, at her very presence. In the name of Jesus, and for those things that have attached themselves to her to hinder her, Father, right now, we cancel those assignments in the name of Jesus. Every hindering spirit, every naysayer, oh God. And Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, whatever judgment has to come upon them, oh God, so be it. So be it. For them putting their hands on the woman of God, so be it. In the name of Jesus. Father, I'm not talking about the ones who don't know better. I'm talking about the ones that do. So be it. In Jesus' name. And it is so. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you. I receive that. I know exactly what you're talking about. Praise God. Thank you. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. Amen. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Amen. Is there anyone else? Yes, me, Sharon from Boston. Minister Sharon from Boston. Um, yes, ma'am. Seeking, yes, I'm seeking God for direction. And as I'm doing that, I'm also praying for my. I have four kids, and I'm praying for my two sons my oldest son and my youngest son both of whom of course I raised in the church but I'm praying I'm praying that God would change their direction also sister Sharon minister Sharon yes um you raised them in the church I sure did yes are they of age yes take your hands um, off of them yeah 20, what did you say? I didn't hear you. Take your hands off of them. Okay. You can't be God to them. Amen. Amen. If you've already done what God instructed you to do as they were coming up, they have to work out their own soul salvation with fear and trembling. Mm. And it's going to break your heart what they have to go through. But if they don't go through it, they won't get what God has for them. And you can't keep rescuing them from their foolishness. You keep praying. You keep loving them. But take your hands off of them. They belong to God. You're right. They're holding up your greater. And I see, I I see, I see a man. I don't know if it's the boys, but when you started talking, I saw a man just just walking around you in circles, just walking around you in circles. And whoever this person is, every time you turn around, he's there. He's in your face. He's in your business. I don't know who it is. I don't know if you know who it is, but whoever it is, he's a hindrance and a stumbling block. Okay. 
I received it. Because whoever God has in your life is supposed to lead you or push you. If they're not leading you, if they're not pushing you, they're in the way. You're right. Mm. Glory to God. You can do bad all by yourself. You got that right. You got that right. I receive it. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father, for your word. Thank you, Father. The word is open to my feelings, my path, Lord God. You said that you would lead and guide and direct me, Lord God. So I thank you, Father, for giving me the courage, oh God, to do what I need to do in Jesus' name. Minister Sharon, it, it, it sounded good. Okay. <laughs> but I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you what you need. <laughs> because that devil that has attached himself to you is not going that easy. <laughs> I just want you to know. He's not going that easy. This is one of those prayer and fast and you call for you call for your, for the mothers and you lay it on the floor and and, and snotting and crying out <laughs> to deliver some things. I believe that. I believe that. This was not going that easy. He's been there too long. I see claws. I see talons just just dug into you. Mm. Mm. Don't don't sleep with this. No sleep this one. Don't think this one is going to. Don't 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 take it lightly. Don't think this is going to go just because you say so. Right. I right. You need somebody who's going to touch and agree. I understand. Okay. Amen. I understand. It sure isn't an easy one. You are 100%. May I ask for prayer, please? That's um, Mama LaVarne, Pastor Rathonia. Ma'am, I'm sorry. I was telling her who you were. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, you have. Mm. I, 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 do you have problems with your legs? Sometimes. I, I, I see you. I just see you rubbing your legs. They bother me sometimes. Amen. Thank you, God. Um, Legs. Legs legs represent movement. They they represent vehicle. They represent what carries you, what gets you from yes, one place to the other. Yes, ma'am. And 
and I see you rubbing your legs and praying as if you are, are asking for direction to get from one place to another. Wow. You are looking for direction, um, mm. and, and it, it hurts your heart, so it's, it's burdening you so that you're just you're sitting there just rubbing your legs in the spirit and praying for, for this direction because whatever this is, your natural man is fighting against it. Yeah. You know what you need to do. You just don't want to do it. Mm. And you're just you're just rubbing your leg and and you're and you're praying. You know how how we get to rubbing and we're trying to convince ourselves to get up or we're trying to convince yes. ourselves to move and we're trying to convince yourself, woman of God, either yes. you want it or you don't. Either you want it or you don't. Amen. Amen. Believe God for your greater. Believe God. He has not forgotten you. And I know there's some days that he's silent. There's some days you want a clear cut, God, I just need to hear a voice on your word right now. I don't want a sign. I don't want a, a vision. I want to hear your word clearly. Yes. God said he's already given you instruction. He's just waiting for you to follow. There's nothing else for him to say. He can't say it any more differently than what he's already said. You're not getting any more confirmation. You're not getting another prophecy. You're not getting. He's already spoken it. Wow. God, forgive me. I sure missed it. I missed it. I'm sorry. Ma'am. I missed it. I'm sorry. Something, something, so there was noise. I didn't hear what you were saying. I, I just said, I don't know what he said to me. I missed it somewhere. And I was just telling God I was sorry because I don't know. I really don't. But I thank you um, for what you did. I, I appreciate you. Yes, ma'am. I pray that God brings it back to your remembrance. I do so, because that's a a problem that I have. After I had my stroke, a lot of times I will know things, and a day or two later, I can't tell you anything. Then I'm going to need you to start writing it down. Okay. I can do you keep that. you keep a notepad with you, or um, on your cell? You have a cell phone. Yes. Uh huh. Okay. I need you to you text yourself. You can send a text message to yourself. When it comes to you, you send yourself a text. Okay. I can. And you can that. always go back and look at what it was. So a couple of days from now, when the enemy snatches it, you still got it. Yes. Yes. 
I appreciate um, what you just gave me. What you gave me uh, is a, was a lot. And Amen. I'm thankful for that, and you were definitely on point with everything that you did say. And the uh, sermon that you preached, you can preach that over and over and over again. Amen. Amen. It wasn't, wasn't just for us. So if you were preparing it for something else, you need to give it to the other people as well, because it wasn't just for us. Mother, I didn't know what I was preparing for. I called for it, and I'm claiming it for my own. Amen. And I thank you, Lord. You are a wonderful uh, woman of God, and I pray that God continues to keep you, to bless you, to keep you encouraged, and that the people of God stand behind you and push you continue on your journey. Amen. Thank you, Mother. I received that. God is good. Amen. Is there anyone else that uh, would like prayer? Hi, my name is Keisha from North Carolina. I would like prayer. <laughs> Miss Keisha. Yes. Um. I see a swimming pool, and it's a little pool. God needs you to know that you're treading water in shallow pools. When he created you to dive on the deep end, There's some things inside of you that you've been holding back. There's some things that you've seen. There's some dreams that you've had. There's some visions you've experienced and you've been holding them, playing on the shallow end of the pole. God wants to take you into the deeper things of himself. But he needs you to trust him with what he's showing you. You He needs you to trust him with where he's taking you. And let me tell you this. Part of the reason why you're playing in a shallow pool is because you're dealing with shallow people. Amen. (laughs) You have surrounded yourself with people with shallow bellies. Yes, they do have Um. I used to tell my students this. If you are the brightest star in your galaxy, you are in the wrong galaxy. Surround yourself with people who who have more than you have. Those are the people who will pull you up. Those are the people who will stretch you. Those are the people who will give you depth. Those are the people who will pour into you. Right now, you're playing in a pool where people are taking from you because you're the brightest star. You need to be the little fish in a big pond because you will never get your greater playing with shallow people. 
And yes, some people are going to get mad. They're going to call you sadiddy. They're going to call you haughty. They're going to say you think you're better than everybody else. Already saying that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. Let them go. God bless you. I love you, but I can't stay here. That needs to be your theme song. <laughs> I'm trying to get there. I, I really am. Uh-uh, baby, you can't try. You have to get there. Your life depends on it. Mm. I know. When you play with shallow people, you'll die in a shallow grave. My God. Get your greater. I will. Yes, ma'am. God bless you. Thank you. Bless you. Uh, um, Pastor Rosonia, I just got a text message from from um, Pastor Trevor Sands, who is also on the line, desiring prayer. Mm. Oh, my God. Hmm. Yeah, God. I I I see a goalpost, and I just see a dark, starry night with a goalpost. And that's telling me that there there are some things that are on the line for you. There are Hello. Somebody's lines ringing. Hold on, I'm trying to figure out who I'm it sorry. is. Sorry. The number you have called. Got it. Okay, go ahead. Um There are some there are some things that have been put in motion. There are some things on the playing field. There are some things uh, this is the end of the game, and it is time for you to to make this touchdown. It's time for you to score. It's time. It's time for you to make your big play. This is your season, and I also see that you're the only one, only player on the field. You don't have a whole lot of support in this game. You have a whole lot of people who say they're going to be there. You got a whole lot of cheerleaders, but nobody in uniform to help you play this game. Whether you got a team or not, because of your faithfulness, God will give you this game. You and Jesus is all you need. Mm. Okay. Jesus. There's not even anybody in the stands. Man of God, I know you're tired. I know you're tired. Because when you look for the encouragement, there is none. When you look for the support, there is none. 
everyone who says they're going to be there, never show up. God said, I will not leave you comfortless. Stand on everything he told you. Stand on everything he showed you. Stand on everything. He's calling the plays. You got this. You got this. Even if you got to do it by yourself, you got this. My God, my God, my God. Mm. Wonderful. People are trying to blow my phone up wanting people wanting a prayer. Hold on. I'm trying. Glory to your name, God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord God. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. 
Thank you, Lord Jesus. Carrying a pillow. Mm. 
like a ring bearer would. And I just see you walking, just scurrying all over the place, carrying this pillow. Always following. Always following. Always following. Always following. Always following. following. I see you subdued. I see a shell. And I see you retreating in a shell. You were content to follow when God's called you to lead. There's a fear in you that God did not give you. May I speak openly? I'm sorry. Yes, ma'am. Who hurt you? Um, my ex You are being held hostage by something that could care less about you. You are living your life replaying the tapes. And you are so afraid of that type of hurt. that you won't allow God to heal you because if he heals you, then you're concerned that you'll get out there again and somebody will hurt you again. Why don't I just stay here and cut out all the middle stuff? Love to serve. You have a servant's heart. But part of your... Part of your servitude is based on your pain. That's true. I pray for your healing today. I pray for your deliverance today. I pray that you learn how to forgive because your unforgiveness is holding you hostage and keeping you from some of the things that God has promised you. We say we forgive, 
But when we keep playing those those events back in our minds and it causes an emotional reaction, we have not forgiven. You have forgiven when it doesn't bother you anymore. And I'm going to say this to you, and it may seem harsh, but it had to happen. There's a remnant of women waiting for your testimony. This is your ministry. That's on hold, waiting for you to walk it out. You need to make up in your mind if you want everything God has for you. Otherwise, you'll always be chasing people with a pillow. Let people who are no longer in your life keep hurting you. And if I ever meet you, I just want to hold you. You will. Amen. Thank you, God. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you. Francis? Yes. 
um, Pastor Miss Sonia, Mama Francis had one a prayer. Amen. I see salt. God said you're salt. And he needs you to remember that he created you to be salt. Salt preserves. Salt adds flavor. Salt is a, it, it seasons its wisdom. Salt changes the atmosphere. You can put something on salt and it tastes like salt. You can put something in salt and it won't salt won't take its flavor. It won't take its taste. It will always be salt. Whatever you've been through, you've not allowed it to change you. You've not allowed it to to change your flavor. You've not allowed it to change your character. You've been the one that affects change. And he wants to remind you that everything you've gone through is because your life is a testimony to change the atmosphere. And even though you get tired, you will always be salt. Be encouraged on your journey. Hallelujah. Thank you. Sister Annette. Yes, man of God. Uh, Pastor Rasanya, Sister Annette wanted uh, prayer. I hear it travailing in the spirit. I, I hear you crying out. I hear you screaming out. I hear you calling out. I I hear the pain of your cries. I hear you giving birth. Over and over and over. There's many gifts inside of you. But I need to remind you, birth does not come without pain. There's blessing in birth. But there's also pain. And birth is messy. There hasn't been a clean birth yet. (laughs) So 
Don't be discouraged by the pain. Don't be discouraged by the mess. It's what accompanies the blessings of the birth. And I see you helping others give birth. You're a midwife in the spirit. I see you telling people to push. I see you pushing people. You can't help somebody deliver what you haven't already delivered yourself. There will be people who walk around with manifested gifts because of you. And I also see that you lost the couple. You waited too long to deliver. You have to settle in your spirit. No matter what it costs, you're going to deliver. Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Is there anyone else on the line tonight that would desire prayer while while um while uh the woman of God is on the line? Yes, good evening. Hello. Hello. Yes, good evening. My name is Monique. I desire prayer. Your name is, I'm sorry, I didn't hear your name. Monique. Monique. Yeah. I see you standing in a shadow. I see you standing in somebody's shadow. Mm. There's somebody in your life who has been the shining star. And you've been in the shadow, the wind beneath the wings. And if it had not been for you, they wouldn't be where they are. You've been an encourager. You've been a help. You've you've paved the way. You've pushed. You've sacrificed so they could have and so they could shine. This is your season to shine. This is your season to come out of the shadows. It's easy to help somebody get there. It's kind of hard when you got to do it. Come out of the shadows. God is going to send someone 
who will stand in your shadow and launch you forward. And when they come, you send them back. If they come back, send them back again. If they persist, they were the ones who were supposed to walk with you. You don't want anyone who gives up on the first trial. In Jesus' name. Is there anyone else who desires prayer on tonight? Amen. Amen. If not, we thank God for each of you on tonight. We pray that you all are blessed. by the word, um, the word that was ministered as well as the word that you received, um, in, <clears throat> excuse me, individually on tonight. Um, take the word with you. Um, adhere to the word. Apply the word. And allow the word um, to manifest um, in your hearts and minds, in your spirit, man. Because God is truly manifesting himself in a real way. And God would do what he said he would do if we allow him to do it. That's the key in this season. I was telling the people tonight as I was teaching, one thing we have to understand and realize, God is a gentleman. He won't force himself on you, but he will present himself. He can give us instructions all day, every day, but it's up to us to receive what he has for us. And so as the word of God has gone forth on tonight, my earnest prayer is that we take the word and we apply the word and we allow the word to manifest in our lives that we reach our destiny. Um, I told the church Sunday um, 
the only ones that can hinder us from reaching our destiny is ourselves. Amen. Not a friend, not a foe, um, not an acquaintance, not a connection, but us. And once we let God be God in our lives and over our lives, we'll begin to see results. And so I pray tonight that we literally allow God to do just what he said. Because God is an awesome God and God all by himself. There's a sweet presence tonight in the atmosphere. And we truly bless God for what he has done, for what he is doing, and for the things he's about to do. Um, God is an awesome God, and beside him there is none other. We're not going to open the floor for remarks like we normally do. Pastor Rasonia um, has asked in times past that we forego that and we just take the word with us. Yes, yes, that's right. Mm-hmm. Amen. That we just amen. take the word, amen, mm-hmm. because... Amen. The 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 time we spend giving her accolades um, is time that we could spend meditating on the word. Yeah. And her her desire yeah. is that we show her how much we appreciate the word by mm-hmm. applying the word and allowing the word to manifest. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Um, just very quickly, uh, by way of announcements, and I forgot to give these to Keisha um, on tonight, I uh, do want to say I thank and praise God for allowing um, our um, our administrator and her family uh, to transition safely to West Virginia. Amen. Thank God for Jesus. They are here. Um, they are still getting unpacked and getting things sorted, but they're here. Amen. Praise the Lord. Uh, made it safely in one piece. Glory be to God. So we thank God for that. Um, but just very quickly and briefly, by way of announcements, most of you know we are here every Wednesday for true praise and worship, the same dialing number you called tonight, um, 10 Eastern, 9 Central. Um, we are, our plan was to restart Sunday Night Live this past Sunday. Um, I had to preach at another church in the area this past Sunday morning. Uh, we had other um, engagements this past Sunday, so we, uh, we decided not to restart Fresh Fire this past Sunday night. But our plan is to restart Fresh Fire this coming Sunday night um, at 10 Eastern, 9 Central. The dial-in number for that call is the same that you dialed tonight. The call ID is 15303. uh, And the pound sign, the PIN number is 1 in the pound sign. Um, If you're not connected to us outside of the calls, we are on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Prophet BKT. We do have our Fresh Fire Ministries Facebook group, Fresh Fire Ministries WV. 
Um, you can uh, visit our website, bkthompson.wix.com forward slash Fresh Fire Online. You can email us at freshfireministriesonline at gmail.com. You can contact us at 304-404-FIRE, 304-404-3473. You can sow into the ministry via paypal.me forward slash Prophet B.K. Thompson. You can follow us on Periscope at Prophet underscore B.K. Um, the, there's a couple of accounts we have because of um, old phone numbers and things of that nature. So the one you want to follow is a picture of me standing sideways with a prayer shawl around my neck. Um, I think there's about 440-some followers on that account. So if you go to follow us on Periscope, that's the account you want to follow. Um, let's see. Um, by way of announcements, uh, Friday, August the 26th, uh, we will be ministering at the First Baptist Church of Montgomery, uh, 312 4th Avenue, Montgomery, West Virginia, for a night of brotherly love honoring Bishop T.R. Murray, Jr., um, and that service begins at 7 p.m. Uh, special guest music will be uh, by Prophet Jennifer Mears. Um, we will also have dance ministry uh, from Sister Kaimani Freeman as well as others uh, that will be in the house. Um, so if you're anywhere in or near the Montgomery area, we, we, we will be at the First Baptist Church of Montgomery Friday, August the 26th at 7 p.m. Um, looking further ahead, um, the first weekend in November, November the 3rd through the 6th, will be uh, the 6th Annual Fresh Fire Crusade at the Vision Builders Training Center, um, 8206 Durley Lane in Douglasville, Georgia, where the host pastor is Apostle Janice Springer. Um, we are just about um, we're just about finished finalizing the speakers and wrapping everything up. We should have everything ready to present and announce to you by the by the first part of September, prayerfully. Um, so uh, keep your eyes and ears open for that information. I've got to contact uh, a few of our speakers to get everything finalized there. But the first weekend in November, we will be in Douglasville, Georgia, for the 6th Annual Fresh Fire Crusade, Thursday through Sunday, November the 3rd through the 6th. Amen. So keep us in prayer as we are in preparation for that. Um, those are all the announcements that I have at this time. If you would desire that we come uh, and minister for you, um, you can email us at freshfireministriesonline at gmail.com, and someone from the ministry team will respond to you within 72 hours. We st we are still accepting engagements up until the second week of November. Um, after the second week of November, we we will close the calendar unless the engagements are local due to uh, winter weather beginning to approach and things of that nature. And then we'll reopen the calendar for travel and things of that nature after uh, the first of the year. Amen. Um, thank you all. 
uh, once again for your love, for your prayers, for your support on tonight. We're going to turn you back into the hands of Pastor Asonia for any last words, any remarks and or announcements, and that she may dismiss us from this place. Amen. God bless you, Pastor Asonia. Thank you, sir. Again, just thanking God for another opportunity to be a God's people. And on the strength of that word, we just thank God for being God all by himself. Father, we bless your name. We bless you. We thank you for all that our ears have heard and our eyes have seen and our hearts have partaken of. God, we thank you for those who were on the call. We thank you, O oh God, for those who are seeking the greater in their lives. We thank you, O oh God, that you are that greater. Father, we pray that you continue to be with us, lead, guide, and direct us henceforth and forevermore. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting? Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.